0: Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more.
1: Pencils down, kids. Summer is over.
2: Uh, I'm sorry. My summer vacation is over. How are you doing, Ivan?
1: I'm doing great. So between episodes, I took some personal time off. Sweet. And uh, just, you know... Hitting the gym hard, getting healthy again, um, resting most importantly, uh, getting a lot too. of sleep and some good food, and um, and then having some fun too. Uh, me and stina went uh, climbing with the schmucks. I saw that.
2: How, uh, how did that go?
1: <laughs> we wore them out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but I, if they're uh,
2: listening, I love you guys, but they don't seem like the most like get out there type a lot, really. Uh, <laughs> I see. So,
1: yeah, so we were talking because afterwards, like, hey, so next time we hang out, want to go to the arcade? I'm like, yeah, that seems more like everyone's common speed. <laughs> C and oh. I went way too hard. And No, they did. They did a valiant effort, dude. Because uh, Chase is built like a freaking uh, like a college linebacker, all right? G- oh, yeah. He's got. He's a shot. He's a size 15 shoe. The biggest uh, climbing shoes they had available for rent were size fourteen, size
2: fifteen shoes. How big's his now? I'm not gonna say that.
1: You say he's a big, he's a big man,
2: <laughs> big yeah. strong
1: man, and uh, but the the size 14s. And when you get uh, climbing shoes, um, you actually usually go a size bigger because climbing <laughs> shoes are um, are very small.
2: Peggy Hill shoes. <laughs>
1: yeah so i'm a little guy so uh I, I i'm a size nine and they're like you're size tens and those fuckers were tight but they gotta oh. be man because you've got to have your grip
0: because
2: hmm.
1: you got to be able to bend those shoes
2: i, but I, I haven't know, been climbing since blast. i was like 12 or something like rock climbing or anything like that
1: yeah yeah. So so it was rock climbing and bouldering and so so i ironically uh i don't like the climbing i don't like belay climbing uh because hmm. i'm a little baby who hates heights
2: Oh, don't, dude, don't, I was literally about to say I unashamedly, like, cried when I was 12 doing the climb I looked down and went,
1: no, I wanna get down I am terrified, <laughs> I'm terrified mm-hmm. Well, I'm a grown 30-year-old man, and uh, I like I basically, like, when I got on, there like, because we had to do a tutorial Because mm. if, if you go to a gym for the first time They're like, you gotta go through our process, and then we can let you free And so me, like, I was like, alright Gotta rip the band-aid now, I'm climbing to the top the first time, or I'm not at all and they and, and, and so, guess what's the first wall they bring us to? It's the one that goes upside down for the tutorial. Well, they don't expect you to go all the way up. They're like, all right, we want you just to demonstrate that you can put the belay on and you can climb up to the sign and then you can come back down. I'm like, no, I gotta go all the way. So I went all the way. I went up. I went upside down. <laughs> I went back up again all the way to the, the fucking ceiling. And then never again. <laughs> I prefer bouldering. So bouldering I, ride, I say I'm such a baby because I'm afraid of the heights and falling.
2: I was about to say, what what is the difference between bouldering and climbing? So
1: climbing, you're on a tether. You you have a you're on a belay, you're on a rope. Yeah. And um
2: Oh, so bouldering is just free? Bouldering
1: is free. You you have no harness, you have no tether. So when you fall Why would you prefer you that? At, Why would you prefer and that? And I prefer that because the walls are shorter. <laughs> because, oh, okay. because 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 okay. they are a nine they are a non-terminal altitude. <laughs> Okay. And that's enough for me to calm down. Also, it's it's not soft. I mean, it's so, the, the ground is soft. It's not trampoline, but like basically it's a non-terminal height mm-hmm. and it's a soft landing if you fall back. Like the worst thing that's going to happen, as long as you fall with proper form, the worst that's going to happen is you're, you're going to get your, the wind knocked out of you. Mm. And I would rather do that than be freaking 50 to 100 feet in the fucking air on a belay rope. That I just simply do not trust. <laughs> I, be- I give all credit to them. Uh, it, it's like the last time I climbed Val, I was also just a younger youngin.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, but now they have them where they they call it auto belays, where it's a machine, which actually just makes me more paranoid. Because what if it I was gonna breaks? Say. And the thing, about the thing with the animal belay is, as a little kid who was in my climbing party, uh, described
2: to your belay because I, well, belay. I have I had a bunch of little kids in my party. They
1: were badasses. And this kid's <laughs> like, "All right, so you're gonna fall. It's gonna be a microsecond of free fall. You're gonna feel like you're falling to your death, and then it catches you."
2: <laughs> and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> what a child is saying
1: this to you? <laughs> yeah. No, he was cool though. We had two. We had two kids. Well, I, so I had. I, I think the kid was about ten. He was a little ten-year-old. And then I had this like this little five-year-old she was a badass she was climbing all the way to she went to all the walls
2: this little snot-nosed five-year-old like do you like me to hold your hand you're like
1: yes no they were cool they were all they were all b- little badasses they were we were <laughs> best friends afterwards <laughs> we're high-fiving but yeah oh my gosh but yeah the tether scares me but bouldering i love bouldering because um it's just it's just fun cena i mean i should bring stina on here to <laughs> talk about this Stina's the mm. climbing pro. She loves this, and she has made oh, she's made me a believer in this too. I, I, I love this, and I can't wait to go back. Hmm.
2: I'm glad you had fun, dude. I'm yep. gonna say when I, I remember when I was 12, at least when like I, I cried, and they were like, "Okay, okay, you can come down." I'm like, "How do I get down? You gotta, you gotta drop down on the road. And They were like, and I just like, what, what is it, Par- pa- paralleling, paralleling?
0: Something
2: what was like the word that. when you? Yeah, when you when you uh when you like come down on the rope and everything, you're just like jumping like down and everything. Yeah, and you, you you
1: get you gotta hop up the foot and everything. I yeah, the yeah, very I, first I, so the very first time I rappelled, it's repelling.
2: Repel, that's it. Yeah, yep. I, I rappelled down and then they were all like, what the fuck? You just rappelled down the whole thing, and I'm like, I oh, wanted to get down Okay, so impossible. I so
1: like so I went to the tall wall first, I rappelled down. So again, cause I, cause the, the auto blade is so loose. Again, really? that's what really makes me so fucking paranoid. So I pushed off very hard the first time. So I I only hit the wall. So I I, like I I pushed off the wall once. I pushed off the wall, pushed again, and I pushed so far I almost went back first off the fucking mat (laughs) onto the fucking concrete. (laughs) But this is like an outside thing. It's so loose. It's so loose. No, it's indoors, but it's like it's, it's it's all concrete, and then on the and then beneath the walls is the mats that catch that catch you.
2: It should all be like I don't know green Jello that just like catches you perfectly. It, I
1: mean, it does kind of feel like Jello, but like in their words, they have the hardest mats in the state.
2: Huh? Okay. And I would
1: believe them. They weren't that soft, but apparently they do get softer. But I've because I've seen other climbing gyms because I got so addicted, I want to start mm-hmm. figuring out the grips and stuff. And I was watching other fucking climbing videos on YouTube, and some of those climbing gyms, those look like freaking gymnast mats. Like those fuckers look hard. I'm like, oh fuck, that would fucking suck to fall on those. Hmm. Like I was, they they said our mats were hard, but I was actually, cause I fell a couple times bouldering, and they were perfectly fine.
2: Hmm. I'm glad you had a really good time, dude. It was all, it was but a I lot believe- of fun.
1: Uh, you exactly. want to talk about
2: anime? I'm not fond of, and I want to get to that.
1: No, we're not ca- talking about the climbing anime that I know the audience oh. is thinking about.
2: <laughs> no, no.
1: Okay. Wait. So.
2: Oh wait, that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: that's. A, that, that, it's in his own words. That was a fat anime. It wasn't like a genuine climbing anime. Okay. She. but she wants. She wants like free solo, which I said. Summit of the Gods is what she wants to watch. I think that's on Netflix. That's okay. a great uh, anime-style fucking animated film about. Uh, but even that's not really rock climbing, that's ice climbing. All mm. ice climbing, bouldering, rock climbing, as I learned this weekend, they're all very different things. And they're all very fun and unique. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's segue. So what else I did with my free time, Steen and I watched the uh, the summer uh, golden child of anime, uh, summer 2022, Lycoris Recoil. Is that yes. how you pronounce it? I
2: thought it was Lycoris.
1: It's Licorice Recoil. They call it Lico or liquor. Basically, okay. uh, in Hideo Kojima's own words, he was trying to look up for a licorice pizza and found this instead. Hmm. <laughs> and he quite enjoyed it. So much they paid him to, to quote him on uh, a light novel for the series.
2: I thought it was going to be something about werewolves because I misread it when you messaged me and I saw it at like five in the morning.
1: <laughs> I don't know how you... Interpret that again the five in the morning probably explains how you interpret five that in
2: the morning, man I, I woke up at five in the morning. I saw your message and I was like fucking lichen recoil okay, Oh, okay. Boy. There you go. Lichen. like There
1: cool. we go. That would make sense No, yeah, this... I, I saw
2: I read lichen recoil. I was like that sounds so let's tell guys cool what the hell this, this, this is
1: fucking about yeah. licorice recoil is about um, Basically, it, it, it explains the very beginning. There's ex- it starts off exposition. So I immediately I'm not fond of it when it starts mm-hmm. um It explains that Japan is the safest country in the world. And they owe their successes. As they're explaining this, they don't explain. They just talk about Japan's safety statistics. And you just see girls in school uniforms, like, at odd hours of the day, following dudes in the alleys and fucking shooting them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh! And you realize that it's about this government agency that they hire girls within a certain age bracket, usually teenagers and they just do government hit jobs for safety basically they 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 are like special ops for for Japan they prevent terrorism before it starts and uh, they do a pretty shitty job of it <laughs> as you as you will see in the show but um yeah it's just about a government agency of girls it, it's a it's a girls with guns anime it's a it's a whole subgenre as Tina explained to me that girls with guns is a whole stylistic subgenre in anime and um, as i brought it to you you damaged you you said that oh this is just poor man's gunslinger girl Mm -hmm. and when you brought that up to me i said yeah it's really much like the same fucking thing but so and so like gunslinger girl is about so that takes place in italy where there are girls who are brainwashed and uh have cyber cybernetic enhancements and they have a handler called a brother Mm -hmm. And, and and so they also do hit jobs and shit so you didn't get far enough into it, Val. But if you would watch this even more, oh my God! This, it, I have you. It begs the question as people read the title of their watches on YouTube. I, I, the title of the video is "Did Recoil?" I forget Recoil, that you always,
2: you always have the title in mind before we record.
1: <laughs> that welcome to the YouTube lifestyle. Yeah. Um, it's uh, did Leakers Recoil rip off Gunslinger Girl? Because if you'd watch, if, if well, if you watch this more, you would also enjoy it more because it gets better but also it feels like a ripoff but as i've talked about time and time again about adaptive storytelling licorice recoil is clearly a unabashed adaptation of gunslinger girl but this is the power this is the true power of adaptive storytelling is improving upon what's problematic about the original and i like licorice i still very much enjoy licorice Recoil*. there's a lot that bugs me about it which i'll get into it Um, but I want to get to the YouTube title so people can finally turn this off and move on with their lives.
2: Wait, 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 I I, I do want to know what's the problematic part?
1: So people are calling this the John Wick of anime? Which is such a lazy attribution? It's like you just find those popular. Things. Again, the same reason why I come up with these really baity YouTube titles. The same reason they come up with these very bare minimum allegories and comparisons. This is not the John Wick of anime. No, that—that's that, I, I, th- what
2: I hate. I, you know, I hate like bare bones, fucking surface level uh, comparisons and shit. But
1: that's marketing. It's marketing, yeah, baby. And, and these are more successful people than we. Um, but this is not the John Wick of anime. This is the Top Gun Maverick of anime. This is a politically neutered good time. Um, as I just described, they talk about how like Japan's the safest country in the world, and it proceeds to show children murdering people to keep people safe. A lot of people with similar views to me are very angry at this anime um, because they think... And, and, and again, I would tell them the same thing I tell you. Keep watching it. They clearly only watched the first episode or even just the beginning. There's a lot of this anime is about state violence but refuses to say anything about it mm. like top gun maverick where it's about a fucking spec ops plane mission where they're breaking clearly some fucking codes to uh, to stop the, like basically to like um what's the word Uh probable cause terrorism to stop by by probable cause. Um, and there's a and there's a lot of problems about that. There's a lot of overreach. There's a lot of too too much government military strength involved with uh no uh with no check and balance. Mm. And that's also licorice recoil. And licorice recoil, very smartly, very definitely, like Top Gun Maverick goes, puts its hand up and goes, We know. We know this is fucked up, but we're here to have a good time. We're gonna put guns in the hands of cute girls, but not just any kind of guns. Now, so this is the, so this is what I like about this and why I think that I think it's very smart. Where it is saying something, but again, it's showing not telling. It's a very show not tell. Um, besides that opening exposition, it 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 refuses to explain anything after that point, and that's why I really love this anime. It's all show. It's a very heavily visual series. It's very well animated. Animation, it's always on fucking point. and I'm surprised because. I'm not sure if this is original or if it's based off a light novel. I know there's a light novel spinoff, but I think this thing might be its own thing and it's someone's passion project. Good for them. This is very passionate storytelling, very fun watch. Um, but so the main character of the series um, is a girl called Chis- Chisato. And her whole deal is, and this is, this is why I go back to what I want to um, commend the show for. And Steena had a great point over Gunslinger Girl. And that's the fact that this main character, Chisato, um, Gunslinger Girl, I have problems with, because the girl's in Leucris Recoil. It's clearly voluntary. This, this mm. they're just doing a job. They're doing a job because they're in a. It's it's no. It's about the same level of agency that a college student has. Mm. Kind of fucked up, but come get your fucking paper. Um, whereas, whereas Gunslinger Girl. These are clearly fucking brainwashed abuse, submissive blank slates with handlers that either treat them as objects or befriend them in a manner akin to seducing damaged goods. Like it's, Im- I, that's why- But that's I- what makes
2: it more interesting.
1: For you, I assume for me, my eyes glaze over. It feels like fucking Lolita bullshit. But it's not. But
2: that's the thing. Like, I even watched it. it, I even watched eight episodes of this because I knew the instant I brought it up, I was like, no, instead of Lycoris Recall, I'm going to rewatch Gunslinger Girl. I got eight episodes in and. um, Okay.
1: I, I, I skimmed a few.
2: Mm, that's fair. No, that's completely fair. If I, because I, I, I wanted to talk gonna about go. It. You told me to watch Lycoris Recoil. I watched three episodes, at least watched like three episodes of this. Yeah,
1: yeah, me too. I skimmed three.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a good idea because then you get to Rico's episode, which is the example of a character who is actually perfectly happy doing the job that they are doing because they benefit from it. Yes. Because yep. Rico's backstory is that they were um like paraplegic. They could not move. Their their body was just broken and they spent their entire young life in a hospital with their parents arguing and fighting over the fact that their child cost them so much money and they probably fucking hate each other, maybe because of the child who cost them so much money. And um, one day they wake up on their 11th birthday and they have a body and they are just so fucking happy. And it's really heartbreaking because it gets to a point where they have like a kind of special little moment with a, a hotel staff when they're scoping out a joint that they're gonna be uh, hitting someone in. And uh, in the end, they have to kill this specific hotel staffer because it gets in the way of their life. And And they just point the gun and they, I'm really sorry, and kill them. And then they wake up and it doesn't show you them killing them, but it wakes up and it just tells you so much where after that scene, they wake up and go, I love my life. I love the fact that I have this body. This is great. And it, yep. it's the different th- th- circumstances th- the thing, though, that each character goes through. That's
1: not agency. What choice did you fucking have? She didn't even get to choose for that body. Now, but she's given glad the choice, she has it. Yeah, and if, she, yeah, and and if they talk she, to she's her, glad her about she had it. it. Still not choice because she, she only gets to have that body because she has to do that job. Mm. The girls in Leacris Recoil, they're orphans. And they get the option and Goes, want this fucking job? Right, or you can, you can get fucking adopted and have a normal life. Or you can make some fucking bank and then you can go live for yourself. Hmm. And some choose, some don't. They even within the agency. They it's like a fucking college dorm. They're all fucking caddy. They all fucking they all have their friendships in circles. Yeah, it, and uh, circles. And, and they flip their, their fucking middle fingers at the government. And they go, soldiers. this shit's bullshit. They, they 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 have agency is the key difference between Licorice Recoil and Gunslinger Girl. And I prefer the story with agency.
2: But that's the thing. Because
1: I wanna get back I wanna get back to Chisaki. I
2: prefer the story ooh. where they aren't oo moeified. Shooters. I, I prefer it when the child soldiers aren't, like, you know, having, like, fucking shopping. I think the next episode, because I, I was like, what is the next episode? I skimmed for it. They're shopping for panties. All right. I, I don't care. This is Kaon. I see. I know you're going to say that's another thing,
1: but People don't care. That's important, because, it's again... It's on with assassins, and I don't fucking care about k it, It's not its not
2: K-It really, with assassins. You know, k- it k- is no, go- no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Because k is... is k is the fucking, um... Seinf- Seinfeld, a fucking uh, anime. It's a show about nothing. Chaos is we're gonna start a band, but we're gonna do anything but the band.
2: No, that's the, what. The but slice it's it's the elements, same thing as the girls the, going. At, it's the girls just want to have slice, fun.
1: The slice of life elements of *Licorice Recoil* inform the action that they jump into in the fin- in the in the climax of each episode. Mm-hmm. This is a story about AZ. These girls get to fucking have their own fucking lives, and I want to get back to Chisato where th- these are fucking government assassins, Chisato blatantly refuses to work with them. They have the choice if they want to go into independent contract work. Mm. And that's what she does. And she chooses to use again this gun, it's a gun that
2: doesn't kill, is, it's, right? It's a
1: non-lethal gun. It shoots blunt <laughs> pistols. It's rubber bullets. basically she, it's a gun that that shoots out punches.
2: <laughs> it's it's rubber bullets.
1: It's rubber bullets, but it's not Because, like, like, so you So, again, the action is so fucking great there's a scene where not she point that blank, fucking There's great. a scene where she point blank shoots a guy And she's fucking punching, like, you know, like Like, it's like It's, like it's stretching through his body, like, she's, like, like, punching him Like Luffy would punch through a person mm. It's fucking Hysterical, and it's just fucking fun mm. Licorice Recoil Is just more fucking fun and and, and again and the characters have more agency they get to do what they fucking want and live their lives it's not fucked up and and again and they've got more personality as a result and again that's why and and again that's why that's why i call it that's why i call it the top gun maverick of anime and not the john wick Because John Wick doesn't have a fucking personality.
2: See, I was taken aback with- what's the- what's the first girl's name? The one who like, goes against the fucking Prime Directive or whatever. Yeah, Taniki.
1: so she's our audience stand-in. She develops about the series, so she's the one that starts off at the- at the main- the main department.
2: It seems more like... this one girl... has... fucking freedom. And this one girl has autonomy and does whatever the fuck she wants. Because she has no, they, to they, no, they teach No, they all do, the, uh, but no, they just they want don't. the
1: fucking money. They want the fucking money.
2: They want the fucking money. And also, they are clearly also in the- Everyone else is clearly in the same thing as, like, a gunslinger girl. Except for these two. Which, it confuses me because- Is it Tanabe? It's not, is no, it Tanabe? it's not
1: just those two. They eventually graduate and they fucking move on.
2: Yeah, but is it Tanabe?
1: But no, but-, but uh, Black hair girl. The main character is Ty. Uh, Tonic It's
2: Chiaki and Todd
1: ta- No Chisato's the main character. Oh is it Chisato?
2: Oh I thought it was Chiaki.
1: Tanika or Tanaki is the uh the second girl. The yeah, one I, I who i com- basically she gets fucking fired for it's a I thought like a she fucking was gonna be the maverick. Because you're a fucking loose cannon that can't play by the rules. Yeah, but then when, when she meets
2: Chisato, she's all like, You aren't doing it by the rules, and it's like what the fuck are you talking about doing things by the rules? <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. No, so, so Chisato says she's an independent contractor, and she works at a basically her um, the guy, the teacher who taught all these girls. Even he fucking quit and said this was bullshit. And her and a bunch of independent contractors work at this cafe. It's a front where they run a cafe. That's where all the slice of life shit happens. And there's some and hilarious fucking And I hate it.
2: Shit. It's
1: fucking funny.
2: I fucking right? hate. It's not even funny. They got a lolly hacker they do
1: it's fucking funny
2: the other thing i don't like it because it's like it, it just does the whole ooh it, it's that modern ooh, ooh glossy stylistic like you know fucking shit that most modern japanese anime does that i'm just really not into
1: yeah no it's completely fair but i would turn that back over at gunslinger girl and be like whoa why are they all fucking five and ten bro like yeah this but is it clearly never actually but
2: it never but you could say the same it never sexualizes them I literally rewatched the episode. They don't need episode. it. They it's don't like, need an excuse. They like, don't need a fucking excuse. Even when excuse. I was- they,
1: You've given them what they wanted already.
2: Yeah, the same thing with this. It's already on They've got things where it's like shots of- what is it? It's- it's the eye catches where it's like they're naked and one's offering a flower, and the other one's pointing a gun at them.
1: This- I get fucking hilarious- I get- I'm not saying- So I'm not saying that this is good, Val. I'm just saying it's fucking entertaining.
2: Ah, uh, it, it just it's because it's just, a, it's uh, like a fucking K
1: drama. I like these. It, it plays this K drama music, like do do do, and this series and these fucking like fucking eye catch grabs for fucking promos, and then it cuts back, and they're fucking at the cafe, and they is the cafe's about to get shut down because they're they're in debt, and they're selling fucking um parfaits that look like little shit. <laughs> and then in the end of the episode, they go into a fight and they shoot some people. It's just fucking. It's just a fun time again it's neutered as fuck it's neutered as fuck i'm not saying it's deep i'm not saying it's it's that good Mm -hmm. but i'm saying that it had a goal and it executes upon that goal and it's a fucking crowd pleaser of a fucking good time but i want to keep adding to my point why i think this is still better than gunslinger girl not just agency but the fact that stina stina brought up because again you're tired of moe-fied what you're tired of is making anime more accessible to a wider group of people and we've talked about that. There's a fine line where you go, you try to cast too wide a net, and you and you and you uh, isolate more specific people. In this case, you feel isolated by a *Licorice Recoil*. Mm-hmm. You don't care for this style. You don't care for this storytelling choice of half slice of life, half full-on balls of the walls action. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stina made a great point. A demographic that is woefully ignored in anime. Uh, Stina says that. Um, not just she and she didn't cite gunslinger girl she said the girls with guns subgenre as a whole has a tendency to rob the girls of their femininity and individuality outside of marketing and 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 that's what she really appreciates about liquor's recoil is that chisato is a very well-rounded character you say she's cute she, she's all cutesy but she's allowed to be fucking badass and fucking messy and a piece of shit and insul- and fucking just she's are you just about to call her
2: an incel <laughs>
1: Not insult, um, <laughs> insolent.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, because like, again, insult? she's a
1: fucking brat, and she doesn't give a fuck what the government says. And and what she doesn't give a fuck is she doesn't kill. She's very adamant about a non-lethal mission, and she likes to take up escort missions and and bodyguard missions. And when she's got to fucking pull out the gun. She pulls out the blunt one, and it beats the crap out of guys. And then when, and then when the fight's over, and, and the job's she tries done, to see she if picks, ever... she picks up the fucking bag as it starts she banging do and goes. Too fucking
2: perfect. There gotta be a give or take for me. I don't. know, I need a, a give or she, take. And she goes good. G-. She goes GG, motherfucker. GG. I, I need. I need <laughs> a him on give the and back, take. Goes, I guess. Back Goes good game, fuckers. Like I want to know why are they using? It's like it's, like, it's, it's Evangelion. No, it's and like-
1: they no, and they explain. And they explain. If you keep watching, you see why. And I'm not gonna spoil that shit. And it's funny because if you go farther, it, it starts to really feel like Gunslinger Girl. I'm a fucking and
2: contrarian, hunched over ape who fucking sniffs at it for a minute, and then I go, and then I fucking dive yeah. into the trees and watch I my mean, fucking 2005 anime. I mean, that's usually me. of that's
1: why this is fun. It's my turn. I get to attack and tighten you now. <laughs> um, but, wait, wait, wait. But, is, wait is it but, is no. the,
2: wait, wait? Have you seen that meme going around where it's like the average gray morality enjoyer versus hoping humanity enjoyer?
1: Exactly. No. Exactly. And Chisato hoping. He's I in no. Humanity, I like hoping humanity.
2: I just want there to be a genuine struggle to get there.
1: Right. And, and no. And this girl goes through the shit because again, the government's on her fucking back. Everyone fucking hates her. Mm. <laughs> and, and, and basically, and she's under a lot of pressure because again, this is I'm not going to spoil because there's lots of you fun little twists You fucking go, I want. I but want you are, to But there are there are people who are very highly monetarily invested in Chisato being a fucking killer. Mm. And they're like, you're not doing what we fucking invested in you to do. Who do they give a shit about her? They got a whole army and no, no, of bloody bitches. And no, and no, no. And they start, and there's, and there's a twist where they say, if you're not gonna kill, we're gonna take some things from you, and we're gonna make it fucking hard on you. You want that struggle, Val? Gotta get to fucking episode eight, 9, 10, baby. But it's not a <laughs> war. Gotta get there. If you, her, if, you her, if you want her, if you want her, if you want her morals to be tested, they're there.
2: It's a good fucking uh, series, man. If, if you fucking insist, I will watch no, more. No, for- <laughs> for- I'm not gonna. For- I'm not gonna. I'm not. I know. I know. you don't. Because you, like, you, you know like what? It. You know what? I get. I'm just saying I get that pissy. what you're asking
1: for is there. What <laughs> you, you know what? I get for forced to do
2: anything. I get pissy and I eat grapes and then I come on the podcast and I'm belligerent.
1: Right, but uh, but another thing. Again, when we talk about adaptive storytelling. This is very adaptive to the girls with gun genre because we talk about how girls with gun genre tends to rob them of their femininity and individuality. You know that run that the all crazy psycho anime girls do, especially ones with a gun in their hands. Yeah. They do that hunched over run, and their eyes are red and blank.
2: I don't know about that, but I know the hunched over run. That yeah. yeah. And they
1: run very fast, and they have that blank. Well, I would say, what, wait, wait,
2: wait. Why don't you just watch Ghost in the red? Fucking Shell? What's that? Why don't you just watch Ghost in the Shell? I did, and now I want to watch Ghost in watch the this. Shell is fucking amazing. Like, what yes. Is it? I want Makoto is having lesbian three ways while she's hacking, motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, but no, I want to keep on this point, though. I get, We're talking about how this subgenre tends to, ro- to rob individual agile and femininity. Um, so... Girls with... G- so, so, um... Licorice Recoil does not do this. Except for one instance. And so you know it's a criticism. And you know it's adaptive. And it's fucking... Again, fucking hilarious. So there is a scene where you see Chisato do the hunched-over run with the blank stare... Running like a fucking animal with a gun. Except it's a flashback from a dude's perspective who is blindfolded and imagining it.
2: <laughs> okay, that's pretty Who fun. imagines
1: that someone as effective as Chisato would act like this. And this is a man who is proven, again, I don't want to spoil things, but this is a man who is proven to be very heavily, a heavy, um, surveyor enjoyer of action films okay and he has this he has this uh perspective on chisato he's like oh she's that badass genderless fucking hunched over animal with a fucking gun and and you see that flashback and and you realize that's from his perspective she didn't fucking do that
2: (laughs) no so i'm sorry he he was thinking about the newest i'll tell you what he was thinking about he was thinking about the newest chapter of my hero academia
1: Oh, you want to fucking segue I now?
2: do. I, I do want to talk about that, but no, no. All I, I, I will say this. I just want to th- say this I- about Lycoris like Recoil. I guarantee the fucking one who's supposed to be, like, you know, I'm fine with killing uh, or, and is or isn't a maverick, the, the straight one. The partner, the straight yeah, man, yes. The straight, the straight man, and this one, the straight man is going to have like a turnaround and be like, "Please, Chissato, those hands weren't." It's gonna be a full Metal alchemist, like you know, Edward and Rinry, Winry no. moment. Hey, hey, no, hey, 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 no. no, 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 no. Killing.
1: Val, Val, Chisato's incorruptible.
2: She fucking, I. She's incorruptible. Gonna, they they, gonna they test me, her and to... she,
1: and she struggles and she goes, "No, motherfucker, I stick to my fucking code. Stick to my motherfucking code."
2: Well, I, I'm glad you're so passionate
1: about it, but I- I love her. Hope, hope and Humanity characters are fucking amazing. And I want to keep that Hope and Humanity point, because my Hero Academia fans, you're a bunch of motherfucking hypocrites! And this chapter, and your reaction to this week's chapter, fucking proves it! Oh, this is fucking hilarious! So Wait, what, said, what's going said, on with the fans? Uh, I just, just want to summarize my point. Guys, Licorice Recoil, if you want to have a good-ass fucking- if you're looking for a summer blockbuster of an anime, Look no further. It's Ma- fucking fun, and and if, if, if in terms of the girls with guns subgenre, I think it is a an. A, a, a- improving adaptation on it my final
2: argument say. for why you should watch now. Nah, don't, don't don't watch it instead watch them both and then talk yeah, yeah, about no, it yeah no yeah, 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 no no yeah i would but actually i would Gun- highly
1: recommend gunslinger girl as well gunslinger girl together. is
2: super fucking good it's about the mindset of child soldiers and shit it's yes. and 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 i will say this about Lycoris Recoil i am not moved by the production the ost the animation it does not move me it's an a1 pictures thing while gunslinger girl is a classic madhouse series baby yeah, Take, yeah oh, I know, oh i know i don't know as soon as
1: i turned that on because i forgot it was madhouse and i didn't even look it up as soon as i turned it on and i saw that it's not black it's paper. the impact. But, but, but it's very it, it's got the same paper as late epo does mm. and as soon as i saw that and the character models i go oh this is madhouse isn't it
2: dude it's, <laughs> it's the fucking impacts and shit when people get yeah, no, shot and that's
1: what i, I, I want to make my point clear i have nothing against fucking Gun no City i know Girl. you
2: don't
1: I, I think that's also an incredible fucking anime. I'm just it saying is. that. I'm just saying that Liquor's Recoil is a gr- great gateway drug into this subgenre, and and you should watch Liquor's Recoil first, then watch Gunslinger Girl.
2: When you said it, you, you said something about it being pedo bait or something like that. It I is. I was under is. the same impression in 2015 until I actually fucking watched it.
1: And right. I was exactly. Like, like, like get deeper. Into I it. heard
2: about it and I was like.
1: Yeah, but the same way where you're talking talking about moe shit with Liquor's Recoil, yeah moving on
2: no no <laughs> like, Mo- moe on the, on the is sur- very you gotta specific. get past the surface there's no there's something specific about moe there's like you know lolly shit and then there's moe it's gonna be moe like li- licorice is moe them girls were made for people to draw porn of them that's what i'm saying it's that's the same anime. thing it, it, it probably is but i'm just saying it's like it's like look at the way. But that no, you, drawn... but you
1: you are one hundred percent. You are a percent correct. Yeah,
2: and it's 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 um. But <sighs> it's now, un- but now I'll this? get to
1: Now I'll get to the subtext, and and the and the very harmful fucking um, dynamics of little girl character handled by a, by a grown man.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and but we can and we and we can have a
1: two hour conversation if you like about absolutely. feminism, but it's, anime, it's, it's also and, like, uh, I mean, and uh, gender gender dynamics in anime. But you don't want to have that one no, because Leekus Recoil doesn't want to have any discussions either. It just wants to have a fun time. And that's know. what we're doing here.
2: It's affirming to me that they they don't try to like sexualize any of the characters in Gunslinger Girl. And it was when I back when I watched yep. it. Yep. And it's just the fucking production behind it. When that guy's getting like gunned down behind a car. Yeah, or it's something, Madhouse of course. A it's gonna be fucking I was good. like, holy fucking shit! Like the but that's car was, I, was But that's what I wanted. Off. That's
1: what I wanted to address to you, Val. Is the fact that if LeCarus Recoil had come out around the same time Gunslinger Girl had.
2: And wasn't made by A1 Pictures, because A1 Pictures didn't exist. They didn't
1: exist, but I'm just saying that if something like Licorice Recoil came out years ago, 100% would be regarded as a fucking classic.
2: Hmm. Isn't the point of Gunslinger Girls that we, like, you know, are sad about the fact that these girls have lost a part of themselves? What's that? Well, isn't the entire point of Gunslinger Girls that we're sad they've lost a part of themselves? Yes. And so are the trainers, which is why they, like, don't push them anymore on, like, the Procedures, unless their trainer is a piece of shit like Rico's. Right. It's that kind of it, that. That's what I'm in for because it's like, oh fuck, I want to see them freed of this. That's what's good about it. While in Lycoris Recoil, it's like, well, they could just walk away from this. Well, it's, it, it just
1: well, Lycoris Recoil is a character study. You're because you're right. They can walk away.
2: Yeah. So it just means the are just killers.
1: No, 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 no. But there's a twist, and that's what I'm not spoiling. Chisato can't walk away. Hmm. She can she can get some distance, which oh, she yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I'm, I'm she gets out. a comfortable distance, but there there there's more wrinkles to the story, and there's things that she cannot walk away from on a both a physical standpoint and a moral standpoint. I'm sure there
2: is. A Chisato, Chisato has a fucking
1: about... code that she will not fucking walk away from.
2: I am simply speaking about like you know the whole organization, as in, like, the concept. Because I know it's just, oh, it's just girls because it's fun to just have girls shooting guns. But again, I would, l- I would love to tell but I just
1: don't want, I don't want to spoil it for the audience yeah, yeah. I feel like Maybe, you actually yeah, yeah. need to fucking watch this. Because a lot, cause a lot of the fun in Licorice Recoil to pe- depends on the, experiencing the twists.
2: Oh, yeah, but then at the end of the day, that's a big part of it. What I'm saying that's why is, why I'm not if gonna the girls scroll. in Licorice Recoil can walk away, then it just means that they are simply killers. Except that Shisao, who is obviously perfect for the most part
1: she's not perfect
2: i'm sure she isn't like, yeah. but it's like but that that is the impression that i've gotten in three episodes and you're not telling me anymore
1: because because again because a lot of people can bring up the argument that jisato is very fucking irresponsible as you bring up why can't you just fucking walk away bitch that's not perfect oh
2: no not her i'm talking about every girl why doesn't any girl just walk away from it that just because they want me... the fucking
1: money they want yeah. the
2: fucking money they're just killers that's it in, in gunsling girl i'm sad about the fact that they have been like you know, no, but that's the thing. Not
1: all of them are killers, though. A lot of them do codes and shit. And they go, and the one that gets kicked out, she's the fucking killer. The one that gets kicked out and joins Chisato, that's the motherfucking killer. And she gets kicked because they're like, yo, killer, you're doing too much killing, alright? There's like hmm. we have a comfortable balance here,
2: well, see, that's and why we I have and we the the procedures,
1: and you are you are overcoming these procedures to do some more killing. You need to chill the fuck I out. I feel
2: like in the first episode, she should have killed her friend along with the terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> like that, and that people, that, and no,
1: and some people in that story would agree with you. There's a lot of different complex characters. No, no, I I don't mean like she should have,
2: been in like you should have wanted to. Everyone has some very unique worlds in the story. I mean that she should have done it for the sake of the story to like move, I don't know, maybe I would buy it more if like the character had a disconnect from who they are and what their organization is and thus it's like, well it doesn't matter because i'm just killing another killer we're all killers it doesn't matter if we die on the field but then it's like no because you're all like you well, know it's not about that because you, you get into
1: you get into um some other people's stories um and Tanaki especially it's about gratitude again a lot of these girls do it they, they don't leave not because they're forced to shato has some reason why she's forced to a lot of these girls do it because they're like bro I'd, be, I'd probably still be an orphanage right now. I'm a, I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. Like this shit got me an education, got me some skills training. I, I, I'm, do, I'm probably better off because of this place.
2: Yeah, and that's the case with like, say, Rico and Gunsling Girl. I wouldn't have a body yep. without this that could move, or um, um, Henrietta, who obviously has like the worst fucking baggage ever.
1: I'm just saying they can walk. I'm just saying that they they, they can physically walk out at the end. Oh yeah, they that, really but they don't. To.
2: And I'm like, why the fuck don't you? But some
1: do. Again, some do, and you'll see. But okay. You won't see because you're not gonna watch it. Anyway. I will watch if you, you
2: if you are this insistent on it. I am. I'm not. I'm not this
1: insistent on you watching it. I'm, no, I'm I know you're not. I not know. So no, you're it.
2: insistent that it's good.
1: It's. I, I'm not. I, I, I'm I not even insisting. I'm not even insisting that it's good. I'm just insisting that it's fun.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just but insisting
1: that it's fun.
2: Fair enough. But yeah, watch both of those. Honestly, um tell us what you think of either of them in in, in the comments. If you haven't
1: already watched it, because I'm, I'm pretty late to this game, I'll be honest.
2: I mean, I, I was surprised when it was two uh, dubbed episodes, which I already said to you, I, wa- I watched the first episode, and I was kind of like... Yeah, the dub, the dub just... Me and I only saw the first episode dubs. There was no other dubs. Mm, yeah. I, I watched the, the first sub, episode and, and I will
1: say right now, the sub, this is one of those situations where the sub is just better. The, the dub is great, but Chisato's um, Japanese actress is fucking incredible.
2: Hmm. My Hero Academia, though. But yeah, they, let's get, move on to My they're Academia. They're fucking doing it. The boy's coming back, and I fucking hate it. But it's also not even bad, but it's... Uh, I'm, I'm fucking all we,
1: just, we discussed this last week, and we yeah, we're not
2: having a discussion no, again. no, we're not. Fuck Someone had to go. Back.
1: What I want to talk about is the discourse for this fucking What chapter. is the
2: di- Explain the discourse to me, obviously.
1: One sec, I'm trying to find the comment right now. <laughs>
2: CPR from (laughs) I can't find the comment,
1: but basically to summarize a lot of people's arguments right now, they're questioning why a hero would save a child. (laughs) Why? Why would a hero sacrifice their lives to save a child?
2: I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's kind of the job. It's it's the job. It's the job. It's the job.
1: Basically, their argument is this: Why would why would a why would a firefighter who has more use save a child in the fire? Because it's his fucking job, dipshit. <laughs> He's a firefighter because he goes and fires and saves people. The hero I, I goes had... in and saves people. And no, and and, and 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 here's the thing: This is not. They're saying these dumbasses are saying this, but not because they actually believe in this logic. They hate Bakugo, and that's where we catch them on their fucking hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Because Deku, their messiah, is his entire mantra is about heroes are the ones that save people, and Bakugo is the one who focuses on beating the villain. Their argument is like, they should be focusing on fighting Shigaraki, not reviving Bakugo. Which I go, isn't that what Deku would do?
2: Uh, n- yes. I, no way, I, I understand that. No, cause I, I had a no, similar, that, I, I had a that, similar that, thing where I said, doesn't Shot have like a position that he has obviously been appointed to fill? Like, you know, yeah. No, but you know, this is the decision. It's the
1: fact that Shigaraki... Now we go to the narrative level. Shigaraki is the product of heroes not saving a child. Mm-hmm. And this is a very important yes, that, moment, that, narratively. Yeah. Because Shigaraki in this chapter freaks the fuck out. Why are you... Because he... Shigaraki is the audience. Why are you saving that child? You should be fighting me. When do heroes save children? You didn't save me! You didn't save me! What the fuck? And he's having a fucking spastic fucking fit over it.
2: I don't think it was- I mean, wait. Everyone pretended- Yes, that's exactly what No, It is exactly that, but it is more like some fucking piece of shit pissed off that like the building he burned down didn't fucking got fucking fixed or something because he
1: also chooses he's being fucking childish like yeah. the fucking audience
2: i hope uh, seriously i fucking want shigaraki to die if I guess, in a perfect
1: world he would not nuts. be connected to all for one he would have his own agency and he would fucking deserve to die because he's pure utter Annihilation in inconcar- Yeah, that's the, that's the he only has thing. To, he has to fucking die.
2: He he's has fucking, to. He honestly, he has to anyway. But it pisses me off because they've been fucking. But they're not up to because you shit. you
1: predicted it. You said Aerys gonna revert him back to a child before he committed his fucking crime. They so go, well, Your Honor, he's too young to go to fucking uh, max security prison. And all for one's the one that gave him that fucking quirk. That was all for one's doing. All for one controlled him. All for one gave him the quirk. We know that's what's actually going to happen in the story.
2: I'm almost expecting All Might to actually lie in front of a fucking grand. They're going to take him to the fucking Hague and he's going to be like, Your Honor, this- p- the dead piece of shit that was all for one. It is the one who was controlling him. Shigaraki's gonna be like, fuck you, all, mate. I fucking hate you still. Like, he's yeah, gonna be, I know. He's, he's
1: not gonna be because he's gonna be reverted back to a child oh, because but this he just never, he was never, he never got to make a single fucking decision. Let's go back to age He's gonna get a hold of his fucking- Shigaraki is a shitty villain. Now because he has zero confirmed agency,
2: None. we're not even—it's up in the air. Even we're not even sure at this point how much is him and isn't him.
1: No, we know we know exactly who's what. We know that there is a child trapped in there mm-hmm. that sometimes breaks out and fucking bitches and whines. Yeah, when he sees that the heroes are saving Bakugo and not him, it, where th- the th- fuck were the only, you?
2: It feels like that's the only consistent thing that Hori has done with him as well. Like he's always been a fucking child. And yeah, but it was interesting child.
1: before when we knew that was completely of his own fucking himself because we knew he was a fucking bum and a piece of shit. He was a fucking psychopath.
2: He's a gamer. Literally. He was a gamer. <laughs> literally he a was gamer. a
1: gamer. And now we realize he was just a puppet from All for One that, that basically, it's a, he's just an All for One puppet he's, with a child that's why, trapped inside.
2: That is why Spinner is going to turn on him. He's not a gamer anymore.
1: Yep. Fucking Gamergate too. about to happen.
2: We were um, gamers. But yeah, like no,
1: he. just utter. Hilarious fucking hypocrisy. you love to see it and mind you when I say this, I want to make something clear. The last time we clowned on the My Hero audience, we apparently caused a civil war and there's a lot of casualties. So, this is all in good fun, My Hero fans.
2: We well, got accused of like causing schisms or some shit. Yeah, between, we did. Like, my we, my Hero, totally, we, my we completely... Our
1: fucking, our, our fucking number fucking 20,000 in the iTunes fucking charts uh, caused a fucking world war. Alright, it happens. I'm sorry. I apologize for my my complicity in that. Um, But what I'm saying is, this is all in due fun. Because the only reason why my hero audience is acting like this, because they're just kids. Kids say stupid shit. And that's fine. That's your birthright. You're fucking kids. You could say that. You're going to grow up and realize, you're not Dragon Ball fans who are in their mid-30s causing fucking death threats because Goku's voiced by a girl. Okay? There's a clear difference, alright? This is all in good fun. You've made a stupid argument. Someone made a stupid argument and people gathered around it without taking like just another fraction of a second to think about what they just fucking said why did the firefighter save that kid the firefighter is more, use- more useful than the kid well the whole firefighter's job his usefulness is to save the kid that's the fucking job
2: <laughs> i mean <it's laughs> the li- job. we had the- we didn't we have the sort of like chainsaw man also
1: people are like well the heroes are stronger nah that fight, Bakugo was the most effective guy in that fight. No, he was not. Yes, he, he was. Because he, we know he that he caused... He, he weakened Shigaraki. Shigaraki is taking damage now. Because he's got, he got his got... fucking nitrogen all over him, and he's fucking getting hit now.
2: Wait, is that why he's taking fucking hits? Well, that's like, my theory. I, like He he
1: is, he is taking damage now. I assumed and my it was theory, his my theory. Is, is that he's got some fucking fluid on him now.
2: I assumed that he had, like, a lapse or something, where, like, he was no longer yeah, concentrating Yeah, lapse caused by Bakugo, because like, Bakugo steers the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. again yeah. Bakugo's
1: is proven to be more useful but I want to draw some attention to the next MVP fucking Mirko in this fucking chapter fucking triple amputee now mm-hmm. still fucking going hard holy fuck this is a joke now though again limbs in the absence of consequences mm. this, this is a fucking joke and even Horikoshi's in on it now because my god what more can this woman lose the next leg her head Motherfucker's gonna be a decapitated head. she's fucking Ultimate Wolverine, She'd be a decapitated head and still fucking crawling around. I-I
2: do have this to say, actually, cause like, as- so, the Japanese manga audience can be vitriol- like, anyone can be, obviously. But, obviously, in Japan, it's like, it's- it's the home place and everything. Do you- do you- okay, so, you didn't read Bleach, did you? No. Okay, well, I read Bleach in the final arc, because I was like, how the fuck are they gonna end this, and I- I looked at a bunch of the final arc of Bleach. And I was also friends with a guy who was like a pretty big fucking bleach head, and I was like looking at shit with him. And um, a character called Byakuya Kuchki died at one point, and people went fucking ballistic. They li- like literally the dude like drew him as like being there, and then suddenly he was like a fucking splatter on the wall, and fan outcry was so big that he decided to bring him back and i i I, I don't quite think this is the case with this because this thematically all works within the story yes you're absolutely right i'm sat here being like devil's advocate like yeah but why is ed shot like no i understand why ed shot is saving him i'm just like isn't this like a massive fucking operation where anyone like leaving their post or like stopping something could breach it but obviously what whatever whatever um this all works fucking fine, which is why I can't be fucking angry about it. I'm annoyed that it's like, oh, you killed a character and then brought him back, and I want my well, I guess, blood. Well, again, we, I we guess. had a discussion
1: last week where a sacrifice had to be made. If you're gonna bring back, yeah. back someone else, has to die, which is gonna be headshot. That's narratively yeah. why this must happen.
2: I, did, I saw a comment in the previous video, and I'm, I'm sure you saw it too, where it was Horikoshi, and it's probably the case with every mangaka or any person that makes their own characters they have like more love for the characters than they've actually like imparted onto the viewer 210% true yes absolutely that is
1: absolutely the truth you can never fully understand what's going on in the head of a writer a writer will write so much that they sometimes it's a very common mistake in writing especially in serialized writing where you know something in your head that you have forgotten to impart to the audience mm-hmm. and that's especially the case with the criticisms we've talked about in previous episodes of this podcast about My Hero Academia's current pacing, where he is rushing so quickly, he is not deliberating upon his choices, and that's what that is what's happened with Edshot. In 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 Horikoshi's head, this Ed Shot being the one to make the sacrifice makes more sense in his head than it does to us. We understand when we dissect it, but there's something more going on that only Horikoshi knows and God knows if we're going to find out or not depending, yeah, the, because of the pacing of this fucking series the only thing and that's that also fucking goes cool. for Bakugo the fact that he will adamantly refuse to kill Bakugo because he loves Bakugo so much but as the character popularity polls show everyone loves Bakugo
2: hmm. except for me but I also don't hate him because I'm not I'm not that petty about like fiction really
1: and again My Hero Academia has such a young audience again they're going to be petty and they're harm. it's a harmless petty because i don't see death i'm sure they are but i haven't seen them i've never seen that much vitriol again people are like one piece fans are fucking awful i'm like the Zoro fans are like delusional and that's about it like they 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 dunk on themselves just by purely making fucking um the most wildest wildest fucking predictions on a weekly basis and always getting proven wrong Zoro fans
2: wish it wasn't about luffy (laughs) they do but again but again they don't threaten
1: people's lives over it
2: Oh yeah, no, true.
1: And there's like this war going on between fucking Zoro and fucking Sanji fans. We already talked about this because of the bounties. Yeah. Again, that's the worst I ever fucking see of it. Whereas I go back to Dragon Ball and there's just utter fucking vitriolic sexism and racism that has nothing to do with the story. That wait, why racism? Shows. Oh my god, racism fit into
2: Dragon Ball. When the
1: leaks, when the leaks, again, like again, like this is it's the same logic while. Like Star Wars fans in real life if if the Empire existed in real life, they would support the Empire because they're just fucked up individuals And that goes with fucking Dragon Ball. Their favorite arc is the Frieza arc But a lot of them are fucking racist.
2: The Frieza arc is pretty good, but wait, wait, wait. I'm still confused. What? Like in Dragon Ball Z, like 80% of the characters are Japanese, obviously No, they're not. A lot of them are aliens. Oh, well, No! Especially I in
1: Super. S- especially in Super. Among oh, the majority of the characters are now to- aliens.
2: I fucking hate Honestly, I think Akira Toriyama's alien designs, except for Freezer and some of the early guys like Ginyu and shit like that, like, they slap. I hate the new... Fu- I just don't like Akira Toriyama's new style, to be honest. I th- I it think happens. I
1: mean, I don't think it's his new style. I feel like this is what happens when you're doing a story for nah, It's like years. it's not even 30, him 40, doing 40 the manga fucking years. However long Dragon Ball's going now.
2: I know that he like designs the characters way thinner and stuff like that now, and I'm I'm not really into that. I know, uh, They should be like bigger or something.
1: Like yeah, but I just I want to round it right back. My academia audience, you're fine. Stay weird. You're just mm. you're gonna grow up and you're gonna look back and go, wow, that was a really cringe thing I just said. Moving on. I'm because that's what we all do in our fucking youth. True, I am kind of. So, so if we're just having so many curves in this argument. We're just having a fucking good laugh at your expense. And you, and, and when you get older, you'll you'll know you had it coming. And then you'll move
2: on with your lives. Through. I was the same. Look, everyone, you're, not, you're not hopeless. I'm you're not embarrassed hopeless. to say. You're gonna grow up. I was a fucking JoJo fan in 2013
1: when the You have every right to be angry. This yeah. shit's fucking stupid. Yeah,
2: but <laughs> this it's fucking like, story is
1: getting fucking dumb.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, you remember meeting me in 2016 where like every other fucking conversation with me was fucking JoJo. Right. Yeah, I I grew, I grew out of it. Oh Val, you know?
1: jo- I just realized oh, Jojo yeah, part fucking six. P- part six part two on Netflix is out right now. Did you watch it?
2: I dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think they fucking butchered it. Obviously, they, you think, joke, do you think? Do
1: you think they butchered it? Kira,
2: if if I could find the monkey's paw that Kira Buckland hides under her bed, I would fucking destroy it. <laughs> Kira, I mean, I again, let's like,
1: you have one wish. You can you can. Be the dream character you've always wanted to play, but Netflix has your anime and it just goes to <laughs> fucking shit.
2: <laughs> she, she fucking took no. Nah. Kira does a I great. I feel so Kira. does a bad fucking great Kira. job. No, I, I mean don't she, don't, she, she don't. She don't care. It's she's like, just happy.
1: She got. She's happy for the opportunity. Look, it,
2: look, it's serviceable, but I'm literally like. That's her fucking I, bucket list, She don't care. It, yeah, it, probably. It's like it's serviceable, but I'm gonna be honest. After part five. Which was a fucking GOAT season in terms of quality and animation and everything. I- I- I'm just kind of- I, I'm so fucking ambivalent towards part six. I just don't- It was rushed- it was rushed care. and
1: it was mishandled.
2: Plus to be honest, I- we've talked about this- We really do need to go on like a full fucking JoJo talk like part by part but at some point, honestly.
1: I mean when we get- and we finally find some dead space- Good fucking luck by the way, Yeah. Pal. We're heading <laughs> to a fucking busy fall anime season.
2: Jesus. Even um, shit
1: we don't even there's there's good shit for franchises we don't even fucking like.
2: Yeah, like, no. Nah. There's
1: not enough time in the world for anime discussion come October this year.
2: Mm, nice. Nah, <laughs> so
1: there's not about someday. Someday man. we'll have some dead space and we will just go part by part with JoJo.
2: I I would love to do that because I have so much to fucking talk about and it, JoJo. And it needs
1: to happen like when I actually get caught up on fucking Part Eight, whenever plus, the fuck that's gonna be. Plus,
2: I'm I'm gonna say this about Part Six as well. I feel like genuinely, genuinely, like uh, uh, away from the joke about Kira Buckland and her monkey's paw. <laughs> but um, I feel like uh, Studio David, um, I think they're just moving on to greener pastures. To be honest, they have been doing JoJo. They for made ten their years money now. It is ten years now since they fucking released <laughs> they, they part just one. announced
1: something? I think they're doing Undead Unlock
2: oh wow okay i've I've heard apparently by the way after that first chapter with like yeah yeah everyone says it gets better everyone everyone says it it actually gets super fucking good and And that's why it's finishing
1: finishing up it's getting anime i'm gonna watch the anime because i want to no same i want i want to i I hope i'm not
2: going to be on the fucking podcast weekly with chainsaw man
1: who knows? Who, who, who fucking knows? Uh, I'm gonna no. wait for. It. I want. I want to I watch it. I, I hope it does. I hope that people are right that it got fucking better. I always hope for improvement, man.
2: Mm, always hope same. for improvement. No, obviously we both do because you know as much shit as we talk, it's all At because we're chapter, like, no, we like that. turned me the to fuck
1: off. So I mean, so I mean, if you can fucking rally back after that, fucking good on you.
2: I mean, who knows? They might even change that in the manga. Who fucking... In the anime, I mean, who knows? But honestly, I feel like Studio David are maybe putting, um... Are putting the B-team on JoJo to be honest. I think they're moving on to Greener Pastures. They were, like, doing a fucking football anime a few years ago or something. Like, after part five was done. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. They're fucking sick and tired of JoJo. Or if JoJo gets moved on to a new studio at some point. I don't... I don't know. Because... I believe if you look at DVD sales, like those DVD sales, like drop like continuously with each part of JoJo. Like people get less and less interested. I don't I know. I mean what that's to just say. the natural. Um, that's
1: the natural cycle of franchises. They go down. Don't let Disney fucking fool you. Franchises decline. Yeah. Until they become like nostalgic, and then they decline again. But, except not just in marketing, but also quality.
2: Did you watch She-Hulk or anything? Are you done with Marvel like I am? I think.
1: Okay, so I'm done with Marvel.
2: Like, I've been doing this since Val, but
1: This is quick, because this is not the Marvel podcast. I am no. watching She-Hulk. I literally just watched She-Hulk right before this podcast. Yep. I think She-Hulk is good lunchtime entertainment. This is, I need to put my work down, I need to eat a fucking sandwich, I need to see watch something while I'm eating my sandwich.
2: But you wouldn't, like, vehemently defend it or anything like that. No,
1: I wouldn't vehemently defend anything Marvel these days. No, it's I fucking It's that. fucking diluted as fuck. But in this fucking dilution, I think She-Hulk is one of the more unique and entertaining and just passively fun works they have. Mm. And consistent. It's consistent. You've I been think very ma- much these, on Mar- the- these Marvel Disney Plus series have very strong first episodes, and then they just go complete shit. You've been very uh, much on the, the fun consistent. lately,
2: aren't you? What's that? You've been very much on, like more invested, interested in having fun lately. I, th- I think it's nice. You you're have relaxing. to, because
1: when you're fucking you're relaxing, writing shit <laughs> constantly and in production constantly, yeah. you need fun
2: that makes you sense. need to
1: have fun
2: <laughs> that's true but um i'm surprised that i, I so back to my heroes I, I am surprised that Mirako for one is like doing as much fucking damage as she is i know she's a fucking beast and everything and is she number three she's number four four okay, or
1: yeah.
2: five she's number four and like you know she's fucking like proven it here but you know we already know this um, well, she, she explains herself. She goes,
1: I I want to die without regrets. If I feel like I didn't give everything, mm. then I die with regret. Yeah.
2: And boy, she's given everything. She's given limbs, man. How do you think about where this is going to go, where Shigaraki seems to literally be reviving his dead family as like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to describe it as like Hamunculi. Naruto fucking puppets. There was a Hamunculi. thing in Naruto where every enemy that they were fighting was... Uh, we've, so we've, a resurrected this is already, character that we'd seen or someone from like back in the past.
1: This has been predicted remember they talked about the quirk singularity where there would be a time where quirks would become so fucking out of control they would destroy the world and we're seeing it now where Shigaraki is literally like becoming a fucking zombie bank Jeez. he's just growing just shit he's just growing fucking zombies From out a fucking of himself, black out.
2: void growing out of his back it's crazy
1: yeah exactly and so yeah like this is this is all this was already foreshadowed to us
2: it looks like Marakumo's power actually as well
1: <laughs> right
2: yeah but yeah um, i've got
1: i mean not much happened this week in my academia i don't got much to say i just wanted to dunk on the audience because they put themselves they they vehemently put themselves in a position to be dunked on this week and it was very
2: yeah. funny <laughs> Harm was it. fun isn't it nice that we, we've gotten so good at this we can like just like fill up the time without <laughs> fucking one piece
1: yeah, because One Piece took a break this week, but yes,
0: it but you did. know it didn't
1: take its break this week. Chainsaw, Chainsaw man. man, Chainsaw Man, Fujimoto okay. just out to prove everyone wrong, even me. Yeah. he's like, "Fuck you, Leroy." I
2: heard you saying that that Denji wasn't gonna be in here. Well,
1: here's a chapter dedicated to Denji.
2: Let me let me take this one. So this chapter starts off with after the aftermath of the Chainsaw Man versus Cockroach Devil fight, everyone's gathered around. Um, a giant blimp soars across the sky. Chainsaw Man is a man eating devil and uh everyone is being interviewed by like the local news station who are giving their opinion on chainsaw man some who are actually for and uh more people than you'd actually think considering like the amount of praise he gets uh not for him which is understandable especially after the display that we got um then suddenly amongst the people that are being interviewed there's denji who goes on to try and defend chainsaw man be like i guarantee you he did not eat that cat and he's a super cool dude i bet and everyone at my school and Bridget this is his phone him, number hot and, chick
1: who wanted his fucking to call him oh yeah
2: yeah and he's all yeah and he's like giving his and my number is 34 and it's like oh well chatterbox too much uh fuck off you can't put your phone number on television no one gives a shit about denji but he is okay to like sit on the sidelines just see everyone chanting his name as he stands there like mm, just basking in the praise even though no one knows it's him then i can't remember his name but us classmate it reminds me w- of that
1: scene of spider-man 3 where you oh. just look at the billboard and stanley comes up and goes you know what one man can make a difference and this is a heart sweet heartwarming moment where denji and fujimoto by yeah. just <laughs> makes it fucking weird where food Fu- where Deji's like like everyone's just yeah man you see Deji just looking at him like yeah
2: Fucking yeah. bow he's just fucking like, bow you cows. In it. But then um You fucking pigs. Arthur's classmate and someone that like was briefly in Chainsaw Man Part One, he has a contract with the octopus devil, I believe um, just walks up to Denji. He's like, hey, long time no see. Denji does not fucking recognize him. Like, probably a lot of the readers didn't recognize him. And he's just like, ooh, okay, uh, do you want to come talk to me? Because I need to talk to you, because we worked together when, uh, you were going to be assassinated by, like, a million fucking people. You want to come to this cafe with me? Like, I'm broke. My treat. Immediately there. Such a Denji fucking attitude." And he goes on to just rake the guy over the coals and take all of his money because denji has admittedly become an indulgent kind of piece of shit actually
1: again he's the villain he's the fucking villain yeah, of this uh, antagonist well, it's, Entag- it's very,
2: antagonist it's very legacy of kane heart. it's very legacy of kane actually i realize which is um an amazing he's a little fucking, fucking Brad.
1: now and, it's, and he just say he, here's the game thing though he deserves to be he oh, yeah. deserves it he gets it just like every, the readers right now we're having our cake and eating it too everyone's getting what they fucking want in Chainsaw Man Part 2 mm-hmm.
2: yeah it, no, and Denji totally left
1: Denji left our man flabbergasted
2: like just speechless <laughs> oh yeah yeah basically De- so they're talking about this stuff and he's like okay what do you want and, and he proceeds to order loads of- he orders an entire fucking shortcake for himself and the dude is just like hmm okay then now we gotta talk and it's like now if you don't Tell me what you, what or something, it's like, help me out here, um, he's trying to talk to him about his identity as Chainsaw Man and remaining anonymous because the Bureau, the organization behind everything does not want Denji to come out publicly with his identity. They would rather Chainsaw Man. Not even be going around killing people because or demons, because he's not even getting paid for it, but Denji doesn't give a fuck. He just wants the fame and he wants hot bitches to give him his number and cake, suck his dick. He
1: wants, he just he, wants, yeah, he wants
2: his cake and he. And,
1: and we have part one to completely inform us on why that's perfectly okay for Denji. Yeah.
2: Now this is where I'm confused. I assume when now I, I was actually myself flabbergasted a bit because I assume when Denji ordered the whole cake. He wasn't gonna eat the whole fucking thing. I thought, because Denji, last time we left him, is a fucking single father now. We don't, with know, no where money. We don't maybe, know where the kid is. We don't know where the kid is. Maybe this is why. No, exactly. We literally do not know where the kid is. And and, and this is why. It's like, I am really interested about the leftover Makima. The child Makima, like starting again and everything. Has something happened with that between part one and part two? I would really, really like to know, is he no longer is she no longer with him or anything? That is what I am I'm sure super she fucking is. invested in. I'm she sure she is. I'm not sure be, though. nothing
1: special's happening. I'm sure they're just like, like I'm sure she's just fucking trash sister that he picks on.
2: <laughs> but um, that—that that is literally how it ends. Cause once my secret's out, the ladies will be all over me. And the guy just goes on to be like, uh, that's oh, And just completely silent, and this, I already like this guy a lot. And if this guy's gonna end up being like a weird fo- Like, um, um, uh, what was his name? Aki. If he's going to be the new Aki, maybe. Probably not nearly as close.
1: Never gonna replace my Aki.
2: It wouldn't surprise me if Denji is actually way less open about trusting people than he used to be. I, I think Denji might, in his own way, be done like, believing in people. Also, um... Oh I yeah, feel I like mean,
1: for all we know, this could be a fucking front. We don't know.
2: All of the pictures in the background, I feel like, mean some, because in the center, there is a picture of a single feather inside a birdcage.
1: Ooh, you're looking into some shit. I, yeah, I did not, no. not come over this chapter in detail, because, again, as I, as I revealed last week, or the week before, um, I read these chapters at work in the bathroom, because <laughs> it comes out at 10 a.m. Eastern. And so I literally <laughs> rush to the bathroom with my phone, and I just get that good shit. in. And then I get back to work.
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and be like, I don't know. Denji has a fucking empty nest at home. His chick is fucking gone.
1: Maybe, maybe we'll that's see. That's why I.
2: That's why I'm like, it wouldn't surprise me if Denji actually doesn't really have a purpose. Like, because uh, even. The story is about Denji obviously being like, uh, my purpose is whatever the fuck I want it to be, and no one can judge me for that because it's my fucking purpose and what I want to do. But I really think Denji did find something in the leftover control devil, like the new control devil, and like raising it to be like a more compassionate person and living or something. And if something has happened to that, it wouldn't surprise me that that is the reason why Denji has sort of become this... um, not slovenly, like he's still active in everything, but what was the word I used earlier? It was a good word. I, I, I that, that's all I got basically. I can't remember the word I used. Uh, what do you think of this chapter? I feel like not much happened really, but even so it's like- No, lots of, ha- lots of shit boy.
1: happened. It's all characterization. It's all character study, baby. Yeah. Again, you've, you've demonstrated, you, as you remarked, you're like, Denji's being a piece of shit in a very fun, affable way. Because he, he's, de- he's demonstrating to the audience that Denji is the antagonist, that he is a threat. The government, Yashida, coming and going, hey, you're going to cause a problem if you reveal yourself, you're, you're Chainsaw Man. And Denji goes, try and fucking stop me, bitch. I want, I want fucking girls. I want tits.
2: <laughs> I'm going to eat my fucking cake without cutlery because I don't play by the fucking rules. Yeah, I get
1: Show, don't tell. He's like, well, because if you're not going to listen to me, I'm going to take your silverware away. And Denji's like, why do I give a fuck? Puts I'm his a fucking, fucking hands in. animal. Great <laughs> established... show, don't tell. The fact that yeah. he can, the government cannot control Denji. He is a threat. Are we going Absol- to see absolutely. some? If the government finds out about Yoru and Asa, are we going to see, see seeing some, conclu- some collusion?
2: Asa's gonna be a cop. You hate
1: cops. I know, right? I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna start fucking hating her. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, but that's we're, see- we're seeing some outwardly conflict here where. Denji, Denji is proving himself to be a fucking menace to society.
2: Yeah, he always. But fucking as you can happens.
1: see, he's a, he's a society sees him more as controversial. There's love and hatred here. Mm-hmm. All understandable.
2: I think that's about all we got, really.
1: <laughs> that's all we got in the tank, baby. Yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> this you guys fucking... stay
1: fucking frosty. Fucking take care. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, so next week we do the switch off. No Chainsaw Man, but we got One Piece. But, right?
2: Wait, is there any My Hero Academia next week? There should be. I didn't hear I've been, anything about it. Am I enjoying My Hero Academia? Kind of? Yes? Or are you no? held hostage? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm sort of, we're sort of held hostage, I guess. I mean, we basically made this a semi-job at this point. Um, I but, still enjoy it, though. Like <laughs> I said,
1: I think it's stupid right now, but I just think the art's very fucking good. And I think, I think Horikoshi's definitely... He's, he's finally fucking delivering upon things he set up back when he was allowed to have reasonable pacing. Yeah. But a lot of stuff he's doing right now is still just too fucking fast.
2: I have a question. Would and you be happy... not sense. Would you be happy if somehow the entire situation got solved without Deku? Always. <laughs> I don't know. If, I, if, I, if, I, if I, the series you're...
1: ended and Deku was still in transit, he's like, hey, guys, I'm finally here. And they're like... Bro, we already fucking bro, saw it's this. Cool, Bro, it's cool. And then cool. it
2: ends My Hero Academia! Bakugo died and then he came back as a total Jesus allegory.
1: Talk about Messiah Complex, this motherfucker rose again on Kachan's the third day. Kachan's the Jesus allegory? I thought I
2: was the Jesus allegory.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> I don't know, I, I'm almost at that point where I'm sort of says, like... The says
1: fuck the kids, why'd you save them? I was always about saying fuck the kids and go at the villain first, remember? Except for all those times when I said the exact opposite. And people said it was such a precious cinnamon roll and they should learn by example, but they don't.
2: I just want two things. I kind of want to see Deku because I want to know what the fuck he's... Like, the transit or whatever, or has something happened? Was he I'm just? ironically, sensing? I'm
1: excited to see why the fuck it's taking so long. Something good, there had to be a, I, I, I think Deku's getting a fucking another Stars and Stripes type of fight.
2: You know what, I, I was literally about to say, is Deku gonna get like, the the water equivalent of the Stars and Stripes fight? Well, not water equivalent, he's in the
1: sky too, but yeah,
2: yeah i Deku's gonna cause, cause, he, cause a he, cause new-
1: Cause he has sustained flight now.
2: Deku's gonna cause a new BP oil spill in the ocean. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but what I'm actually more interested in, I want to know what the fuck is going on. Literally, Ivan, last time we left Toga, she was about to go fucking manic. What the fuck is happening yeah, oh over that fucking Yeah, oh my gosh. Plank? It's been that forever. it been, been... We have dropped that point ages ago. I know. What the fuck? That's what I... Dude, that's all I've been thinking about. I, I I mentioned it the other week. I want to know what the fuck is going on with Froppy. And, and I, don't, I I'm gonna tell you right now because they betrayed
1: her characterization, so I I don't care anymore. <sighs> Probably because they, they 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 gave her some gray area in the my villain arc, but now it's clearly unabashedly she's just killing people. She's like, nah, I just want to kill people. I am like, bitch, you had a point. I feel, and, then, yeah, and, yeah. and your editor
2: said, nope, too gay, don't do it. Toga is literally the only one who I could maybe see like who besides Shigaraki but Shigaraki's gone past You have a, metaphor, you have a, metaphor. You have a point. queer
1: metaphor right now, Horikoshi. Stop yeah.
2: that. It's, it's by like, the to- way, I,
1: by the way, I've got an appointment with Doran Doran, so make this quick.
2: Uh no, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. got, I got
1: some suggestions for
2: that too. It, it's just that Togra is the only one at this point who I feel, in some way, could actually fucking work out or be redeemed. It seems like, honestly, Togra is almost the best handle for someone who's been persecuted by society because it's literally. She was not her past fucking fault.
1: T- past tense. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Because she was. She was definitely the most interesting. Besides twice. So twice. Hey, twice got out with the gold wings. cause They killed him off. While the story was still very good on that, for in terms of how it
2: handled its villains, yeah,
1: he 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 went out like a fucking martyr, like, like he 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 died to prove their point, and that was fucking excellent.
2: Dabi was interesting. That because was a, of a mystery. good mystery.
1: That was a death of meaning.
2: Dobby was interesting because of what little mystery he had, because we all knew he was going to be a fucking. Well, there was, uh,
1: that, the, the, so yeah. So Darby was obvious again because we, we talk about deliberation. My hero's mysteries are always intentionally obvious. Because it's not about the mystery. It's about, okay, now how are you going to explain this? And the same with Bakugo. We know Bakugo wasn't dead. The question was, how are they bringing him back? Yeah. And, we, yeah. and, and we've learned that.
2: And it's cool. And it's
1: fucking, and it's fucking stupid Horikoshi logic that we fucking love.
2: Yeah, but it's 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 why I'm pissed off that he's back. But it's like, nah. Edge shot did turned in himself fucking...
1: into a heart, funniest shit I've ever seen.
2: Also, here's the question: Is Bakugo just gonna be like, like
1: half of his fucking
2: face is blown off? It's
1: not blown off. Like we've seen that. It's just bleeding.
2: Oh, okay. I I was under the impression because.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You think so in those raw scans, but no. It's just he just fucking. He just beaten and bru- he's bloody and bruised so fucking hard on one end
2: i'd be all right if bakugo was just like like i mean the consequence obviously for coming back to life it, it, it's like am i okay thing?
1: with bakugo having a face scar like endeavor yeah it's fucking hot but <laughs> by scars and limbs in the absence of consequences i don't like that uh it yeah. used to matter back in endeavors day it used to fucking matter but now it does it. With Mirko, it's laughable now.
2: I felt like- And it shouldn't be. It was the best in the Stain arc and maybe the hero, and obviously when Deku was initially Who breaking limbs and shit. lost a limb in the Stain shit. arc? Uh, no, no one lost a limb. It was just the fact that with like- scars? It was just the fact that we were getting like, you know, characters getting like permanent battle damage and like Deku's like got scars and shit like that. You are correct.
1: He did get scarred from that. Yeah,
2: same with Tenya, I believe. Like Tenya's got like fucking scars in his face, I think, doesn't it?
1: He does not. No, he doesn't.
2: I remember, I remember a bit where, like, Tenya, like, fucking nope. throws himself nope. away No, he's from... basic, beautiful bitch. Yeah, fuck I love Tenya. Where the fuck's Tenya? Is he gonna fucking, like, kill he, Darby? I,
1: hopefully, now, there's a part to this Darby fight. Hopefully, he gets to do something I now. want
2: Tenya to fucking kick Darby's head off.
1: Right, fuck <laughs> it. <I laughs> mean, I it. need. do it. I need Tenya to do something cool at the end. <laughs> and, I, and I think Horikoshi will. I think Horikoshi is also very much aware of the fact that he's really fucked over Tenya and he's gotta fucking do something.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's been giving everyone, like- Cross your fingers for a begrudging Stain team up. He has Cross been, your fingers, l- Look, literally, Horikoshi has been giving everyone their fucking moment, like, from the big three to a fucking Shot.
1: I, I am not I am not concerned with people getting their moments, because this is- uh, ever since the fucking Stars and Stripes arc, I mean, fuck, go back to the fucking war arc. It's been nothing but moments. All it is is moments, and we see that sometimes, in Edge's case, when you get a moment, and it's all you have is a moment, it's not enough.
2: Mm, true. And
1: that's the problem.
2: Well, Sunny, but year, yeah, I guess. We need, yeah, we need
1: we need us we do need to sign off now. We threatened we to did. sign off like fifteen minutes ago. You gotta
2: go do the pre-showing for the My Hero movie.
1: Yeah. So at the time of recording, this is the um, right before the, um, the bridge movie, the My Hero Academia Heroes Rising: A Bridge comes out. Yeah. So uh, I got to set up for Showtime there. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet and you're listening to this on YouTube, you should watch that too. It's on YouTube right now. Hopefully the algorithm doesn't hide it.
2: <laughs> okay, then. So, let's get on this fucking train. I mean, you're going to a different stop, we're obviously. We're always on the train. I thought we were in a station or something. I'm so confused. We're those two conductors from
1: Pokemon Black and White. Oh, okay? uh, which we're one Ingo of us is and- going to get fucking Time We're Ingo time and Ringo, Wherever the fuck their names are. Am I the are? one
2: who gets fucking Time Warp? Oh. Yeah. Bye, bitch.
1: My show now. Oh, you yeah. have bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want
0: that. I miss you. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Pajovic. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Austin, Gooner Bear, Jelly Donut, and Fluffy Giggles McCool Kid. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.